This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. Welcome to your Jazz Game Rewind in a game that has to feel great if you're a Jazz fan as they beat the Sacramento Kings 133-112. to First off, isn't it great to see the Jazz put up 133 points just two nights after only scoring 83 against the Los Angeles Lakers? The Jazz needed to get this offense back on track, and it looks like they did tonight. Here's what the Jazz did differently that may have helped them. First off, Royce O'Neal and Jay Crowder both started. Royce started in place of injured Donovan Mitchell, and Jay Crowder replaced Derek Favors in the starting lineup in order to match the Kings' spacing with their starting five, and for Favors to come in and handle Marvin Bagley as their sixth man. I think that worked great. Both Jay Crowder and Derek Favors had good performances tonight, not necessarily providing huge scoring numbers, but just doing the little things to win, like grabbing rebounds and making winning plays. The Jazz were also able to replace Donovan's scoring punch through committee, having six players score in double figures. But tonight's highest scorer goes to Ricky Rubio, who had 27 points on 11 of 16 shooting and two of three from three. 23 of those points came in the first half. Rubio's got 14 points to open the night, works the left side of the floor, gets to the mid-range, fires and hits. Boy, when he is hot, he is hot. If you can get anywhere near this type of efficiency from Ricky Rubio, the Jazz are going to be hard to beat. In the two other games against Sacramento, Willie Cauley-Stein has gotten the better of Rudy Gobert. That was not the case tonight. Rudy finished with 18 points on 7 of 11 shooting and was a plus 13 for the game, while Cauley-Stein only had 6 points and was a minus 2. Rubio inbounding, 5 on the shot clock, gives to Gobert. Gobert puts it on the deck, drives to the rack oh. and hammered. Oh my goodness. And then sprints back defensively to cut off Fox. Now this game wasn't all perfect. In fact, the Jazz started the game down 7-0. I don't know what it is about these slow starts, but something's got to change. Luckily, the Jazz were able to overcome their slow start pretty quickly and had a back and forth battle throughout the first half with the Kings. They finished the second quarter on a little run, but they did most of their damage at the end of the third quarter. Let's take it down to David Locke and Ron Boone on the call. Jazz lead at 86-77. Fox to the front court. He's got 13 points on 5-11 shooting. Started by Neto. Half court set for the Kings. 26 in the league in offensive execution in the half court. Giles going to go one-on-one on Cephalosha. Right-hand hook, no. Goes in to get his own rebound. Falls to the ground as he gets it. Lose it. Cephalosha has it. Tabo to the front court. Bounce pass cross court to Neto. Rotate to Allen. Right corner three. Got it. Grayson Allen in transition. Puts the Jazz up by 12. He's got two threes tonight. I got a text from a really good friend of mine tonight. Can't Grayson Allen help on the three-point shooting? Maybe. Beautiful quick action. Marvin Bagley catches and lays it up and in. 6-0 Kings run. 8-0 Jazz run. Neto. Driving, left hand to the basket. Blocked, out of bounds, Jazz ball. How will Neto run? How do you explain his impact? Well, as you mentioned earlier, he provides a pace. A pace that's that's a little bit different than than uh, than Ricky Rubio's. Because as great as Rubio's been tonight, we're plus 10 with Neto on the floor. Right elbow jumper, Derek favors and he hits again. Jazz by 12 with a minute to play. Jazz really stroking it right now. Made 54% of their shots. Right corner, Jackson, not a great three-point shooter, misses it. Bagley and Favors battling for the rebound, and Favors knocks it away. It's a good play by Derrick. Derrick is having a terrific game not starting tonight. What a pro. Ingles driving, finds Favors, impossible catch, but he traveled. 
so impossible that it was in fact impossible. I said impossible catch, but then he traveled. So it was in fact impossible to catch that and keep your feet from traveling. Yeah, he just did a great job of catching it. Yes, but there were three guys around him, so he had to shuffle his feet a few times. Frank Mason's in the game. And the Jazz play defense with their hands on a quick curl by Mason. That'll put him at the free throw line. Sephalosha giving the Jazz a nice bounce tonight of six minutes. Grayson Allen's giving the guy, Jazz a good five minutes. Dante gave the Jazz a great first half. AB's giving them a great second half. Favors has just been incredible tonight. Derek Favors tonight. Free throw by Mason's no good. 19 minutes, Ron. Five rebounds, two assists, three steals, two blocks. And four points, and those coming in the second, in this third period. The headliners, Gobert 18 and 15, and Rubio 23, all in the first half. 91-80, Jazz by 11 after Mason splits the free throws. Shot clock, game clock separated by seven seconds. Ingles rocks the baby back and forth to the left of the Kings logo. Gets a pick from Favors, works to his right hand, bounces to Derek, to the rack, knocked away by Giles, stolen by Giles. Here comes the former number one high school player in the country. Gives over to Heald. Hands off to Jackson. Bullets it down, loaded back. Blocked by Favors. Picked back up by Heald. Throws up a three. But Bagley was out of bounds first. Derek Favors eradicating Bagley at the rim. The Jazz took that same momentum into the beginning of the fourth quarter, too. 91-80. Jazz ranked 29th in the league in fourth quarters. Kings rank number three. And a first play... Out of the timeout, beautifully executed, leads to a Derek Favors slam dunk and a foul. How'd they do that, Ron? It's a pick and roll, simple pick and roll, but Derek Favors was able to catch the basketball about five feet away from the basket. You remember last year when he had enough time to catch it early? He really does a great job of deciding on what he wanted to do with it, and that was just well executed. One thing that's been going on with the Jazz is that when Derek Favors is on the floor, the Jazz have been shooting the ball unusually poorly. Like, not like it's Favors' fault, but just uniquely. And Neto steals the inbound. Back out to Ingles. Three. This could be big. Bam! Howell Neto steals the inbound. Kicks to Ingles. Jazz by 17. From then on, it was just the Jazz putting their finishing touches on this 21-point win. To put up 133 points without your highest scoring player, Donovan Mitchell, is a testament to Quinn's offense and a testament to what this team can do when they're hitting shots on even just average efficiency. Hopefully the Jazz can carry the same momentum into tomorrow night when they'll take on the Indiana Pacers here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Tickets are still available for that game, so make sure to go to utahjazz.com and get yours right now. And if you want more coverage from tonight's game, you can go to lockedonjazz.net and read David Locke's Emptying the Noggin or listen to his postcast featuring Ron Boone. My main note from tonight is that I think Jazz fans can finally calm down a little bit. We don't have to be stressed about the team falling apart and nothing working. Tonight was proof that when things when the Jazz are able to run their offense the way they want and can do things their way on the defensive end, they will win games. Again, Jazz win 133-112, to and we'll be back in action tomorrow night versus the Indiana Pacers. I'm Jake Snelson, and this has been your Jazz Game Rewind.